and welcome to the podcast, Biblical Question. We are excited you've taken time out of your day to listen to our podcast. For more information about us, you may visit our website at biblicalquestion.com. We will tell you the web address again at the show's end. We encourage you to open your Bible and follow along as we study the Bible. Now here is your host, Joseph. Well, hello there, and thank you for listening and downloading this podcast. Certainly honored and blessed that you have done so. I really hope that you would enjoy the podcast, that you would find something uh, in any of our podcasts, excuse me, to uh, help you and encourage you to seek a deeper, richer life with Christ. Again, check out our webpage if you've not been there in a while. We do have a free ebook that you can download, and it is really, truly free. And I would uh, encourage you to do that. I'm very blessed that the lady who who wrote this book has allowed us to have this. So uh, I don't know how long she will allow uh, us to continue to offer it for free. Uh, and so I would encourage you to try to, to do so. I know this is uh, the end or the last podcast of this year, of 2023. New Year's is just a few days away. Uh, it is New Year's Eve in some parts of the world as uh, this podcast is being downloaded. Many people uh, are out celebrating and bringing in the new year. Uh, however you do that or don't do that, I hope it's uh, with the glory of God in mind. Today we're going to be in Matthew uh, chapter 13. Matthew chapter 13. And we're going to start around uh, verse 53. So if you have a Bible, uh, please open it and follow along as we study the Bible. And I do appreciate the lady who introduces me uh, tells uh, tells you that each and every week. So I, I do appreciate that. Again, uh, Matthew chapter 13. And let's, uh, let's begin our reading here. Starting verse 53. Well, let me give a little background here. Jesus has been doing a lot of preaching and, and, and talking and teaching here. Uh, some miracles have gone on, uh, but he's also given... Uh, a lot of parables. Matthew's full of parables of Jesus. So, verse 53, when Jesus had finished these parables, he departed from there. Verse 54, coming into his own country, he taught them in their synagogue so that they were astonished and said, where did this man get this wisdom and these mighty works? Isn't this the carpenter's son? Isn't his mother called Mary and his brothers James, Joseph, Simon, and Judas? Verse 56, aren't they all his sisters here with us? Where then did this man get all these things? And verse 57 notices, they were offended by him. And notice Jesus' response to all this. But Jesus said to them, a prophet is not without honor, except in his own country and within his own house. He didn't do many mighty works there because of their unbelief. And so, you know, as, uh, as we wrap up this uh, year, before it's really too late, uh, you're making New Year's resolutions, uh, I would hope that your household would have a resolution to get to know who Jesus is on a better uh, better level, a biblical level, 
There's so many mixed teachings out there. Uh, I don't even want to go into that now. But uh, the only way you're going to know what's really spiritually, biblically truthful is honestly, listeners, is to study and read the Bible for yourself. Uh, obviously, I make a point to ask you each and every week, if you follow this very long at all, you already know this, to open a Bible and follow along. I, I really am a firm believer. If you have the ability to read a Bible and can get your hands on one or an audio Bible, that you would read it, listen to it. You know, I even read the Bible and have that version playing in the background. And I not only am I reading it, I'm listening to it. And it seems to really help me uh, get uh, more satisfaction out of that, if I were to say that. So, But as we read from Matthew's uh, gospel account here about Jesus, in, in the, from the beginning of his ministry, he's been performing deeds. Uh, he'd been preaching with much authority and confidence and wisdom. And the people in this time and day frame, they're marveling at this strength and the power that Jesus is showing them. But they refuse to listen to Jesus. And a prophet is, is not without dishonor, except in his own country. And Jesus was preaching in, in Nazareth at this time, where he grew up. And this is why uh, they start saying their different things about him. Nazareth is, again, where Jesus grew up and lived as a, a young boy into adulthood. And this is why uh, he's called uh, the Nazarene. And there's a, there is a high mountain uh, near the edge of the city of Nazareth. And the mountain of uh, which this day is still preserved. Many people, archaeologists, uh, biblicalists, believe this is where the place where the people of Nazareth wanted to throw him uh, over the cliff because uh, they could not accept him. And you can find that in, in Luke uh, chapter 4. Luke chapter 4 talks about, and that's really early on where Jesus announces who he is, and, and they're ready to stone him and throw him over a cliff for what he's been saying. And you have from the day of Pentecost, uh, James, unlike the other apostles, uh, went far away in remote parts of the world. James really spends the rest of his life, his ministry in the city and right around that area of Jerusalem. And he, he wants to provide stability, uh, teaching to the people uh, of Jerusalem to bring the Jews to, to faith in Christ. And the uh, resurrection of Jesus. And many people did come to believe in, in who Jesus was. And, and they grew uh, so much that many, many of those in Jerusalem who hated uh, Christ and, and hated Christians ultimately uh, took James to the roof of the temple and they would throw him over uh, to kill him and to silence so he would stop preaching uh, the good news. Jerusalem saw many, many miracles that Jesus did uh, perform. In this one particular event where they would throw uh, James uh, from the top of the temple uh, and throw him to his death, a lot of people really believe, Roman historians believe, this is, was the final act uh, for Rome in, in 70 A.D. to literally just 
put this whole revolting uh, group of people to rest, basically. Uh, Rome had planned to do this anyway, but the execution, I guess, for lack of better terms here, uh, did speed up the process that Rome would take on. And so Jerusalem was a place where the Holy Spirit uh, came at Pentecost. Uh, Jerusalem was filled with, with God's grace. Many people were converting to Christianity. And because of many signs and wonders that were performed, and still we had many people who rejected Christ and refused to see him as the Messiah. We need to understand that that even happens today. And so the apostle, uh, after the day of Pentecost, back in Luke in the parable, the rich man, we talked about that uh, several podcasts ago. Uh, we, we really uh, need to understand being, I don't know, 2,000 plus years separated from uh, the, the life of Christ actually walking on this earth, we have a tendency to read the Bible, uh, the New Testament, uh, as well uh, as the Old, as yesterday's news page, sports page, whatever. And we don't really, we're missing a lot of things. We're missing the atmosphere, the, the smell of the day, you know, what was going on in the market. But you can study history. You can study uh the Jewish history, the culture, the Roman culture of the day, uh, Roman history, uh, and this time frame of Christ's life, and you would get a much better picture of what is really being said and done and what uh, we need to do. You know, we have Lazarus, who's a very rich man, uh, and he had all of his needs met, and he loved uh, this life. And he probably thought to himself, why wouldn't you love this life? I and mean, look how sweet it is and how wonderful it is. I have all the good food and dignity and honor that I can enjoy. And he embraced it with all, all of his being, so much so that he, he thought of only himself. And he didn't see the need of those around him. Uh, you can, I'm really talking out of Luke 16 now, kind of paraphrasing this parable. Uh, he didn't see the needs of Lazarus, uh, this rich man, who was begging uh, by his door and just longed for what remained of uh, the table scraps, his leftovers, the crumbs that, that fell from this rich man's table. And so Lazarus uh, has, has a miserable life, much need. There was much uh, suffering that he went through. Very similar, perhaps, to Job of the Old Testament. And we hear this parable that he did not grumble. He did not show anger against God. He did not complain about his difficulties. He didn't love his this life, of course. I mean, who would be so excited to live a life that this man, this poor man at Lazarus' doorstep, uh, was having. And what we know uh, from the parable, uh, he didn't have much uh, to love, although he did understand that he was given life by God. And so by the end here, they both die into this parable. 
uh, Lazarus died and, and he goes to heaven in the bosom of, of Abraham. While the rich man was, uh, was buried and was in, in torment, he's in hell, uh, fire and, and brimstone, and he suffered uh, tremendously. And he says here, Father Abraham, please send Lazarus to help me, just to give me some, some comfort, uh, give me some water. But you notice here, Abraham uh, says, there's, uh, there's this great gulf between us, between you and me here. Uh, of course, Abraham, I link here in this parable, is, um, is God sitting on his throne. But, um, and no one can cross this and, and pass then. So he says, well, at least send Lazarus back to uh, this life and warn my, my brothers because they are living just like I lived. They're, they're living however they wanted to. And, and Abraham then says, they have Moses, they have the law, they, basically they have the Bible. And so let them hear what is written. But if someone would even come back from the dead, uh, the rich man said, oh, they would believe then but Abraham would go on to say, even if someone comes back from the dead, they would not uh, believe. And people's hearts really do get hard. And they, they don't understand how or why and when it happened. They, they live for decades uh, of, of life and they're convinced that this is how they should live. Uh, they believe that it's the right way. And they judge whether it's right or wrong by earthly measures. You hear me talk a lot about that. They, they don't look at the Word of God uh, as the way of uh, judging uh, your life and how you're living. And so, you know, we're probably not going to be arrested for a parking ticket. Uh, I, I kept, a, you know, uh, all my money in the bank, and I didn't uh, get in a whole lot of trouble for not paying uh, my my parking tickets. Uh, I always had uh, money in the bank. I had a roof over my head, and I get along with my neighbors. I have no no need until sickness and great suffering. And that does come along for most people. Uh, but most people are comfortable. They're, they're confident in how uh, they live in their lifestyles. Uh, sometimes they fall into fallacy of thinking, well, I'm just going to live however I want to live. Uh, and I'm going to live forever. And we need to understand that the gospel reminds us there are many people who think, uh, just this way, and when they die, and they stand before judgment of Christ, and they, and they will say, I, I didn't live that way, or I didn't understand. I, I never realized, you know, woe is me type of idea. But at that point, it, it's too late. And, and they, they don't have a chance to change uh, their lives, and it's over. Uh, they are now set in eternity a dreadful uh, life for forever. And you and I, I don't believe that we can really correspond what is eternity. Uh, we're trapped in a time uh, of this earth uh, from day to day, a 24-hour cycle, a yearly cycle, whatever. Uh, eternity, there is no time. 
And I just don't know that we on this side of, of Christ's return or this side of, uh, of the grave, that we can really grasp that. And so, you know, the world around us could witness many wonderful things and still, still not believe what happens to one person's soul uh, at, at the time of death. I think that's truly remarkable if somebody's this way. It's, perhaps it's selfish on that person's part. Uh, perhaps one is guided by their own pride and confidence in, in one's works, uh, their abilities, and then this wall is built around a heart of that person. And that heart be- becomes hardened. It, it dries out because it's convinced uh, that nothing can break it and nothing can soften it. And there's only really one thing that really can, and that's the Holy Spirit. Uh, they have to be willing to, to drop that wall and let the Holy Spirit in. Uh, miracles don't necessarily uh, soften a person's hard heart. I mean, look at these folks. They have been watching uh, Jesus uh, perform miracle after miracle, and yet they still don't believe. Um, because today we have science and technology, and, and the logic tries to explain it all away just so that uh, we're not in trouble uh, with the law. We, we can see uh, nothing wrong. It's sometimes like uh, when Jesus... He, he would go and heal uh, two men in a, in a cemetery. And they saw the, the swine jump over the cliff, and the townspeople came and said, go away, depart from us. Uh, we don't uh, want to disturb uh, this cart idea. Don't disturb our life. We are, are very comfortable in, in how we are living and what we are doing and what we are saying. And I think this is exactly how this rich man in Luke 16 lived. And and only then uh, was it when he's in hell uh, that he understood that he had lived uh, incorrectly. So, listeners, we, we have the true measure of how we are to live our life and, and how we have the Holy Bible. We, we can either choose to believe it or not. Uh, we have the, the choice to live by it or we can refuse or reject it. We can choose to pray. We can choose to, to fast. We can, we can choose to go to services and, and devote all the time and energy that's required to do all these things, or we can choose not to. We, we have many people in choosing not to believe and not to take comfort in the fact that they have uh, no no present need, but the need of the end. You know, it's the end that's going to be so tragic for so many people. And we should also uh, strive to, to help those people today, to uh, put a light uh, of God into their lives, to, to help them see the way that they are supposed to be living. I think there's a uh, this example of, of the poor man and Lazarus in Luke 16. We may not be poor or poverty-stricken. We may be a very healthy, very strong uh, individual. But the message and the lesson that we learn from Lazarus is that we should not love this life with, with all of our being uh, like the rich man did. 
because to love this life with all of our being, to, to love all this materialism type idea and comfort and enjoyments and entertainment and pride and, and dignity, our careers, our possessions, to, to love all these things with all of our heart and to spend all of our time and resources on, on them. This means that we are living a very carnal type of life for the, for the sake of this material life. You know, Paul says that uh, we all will die just like this rich man uh, does. And why do we die? Because we, we consume these earthly things until the end. We should be consuming uh, God and, and, and who he is in our life to the, to the very end. We should be nurturing our, our souls with the breath of God. And, and because we're all going to be uh, depart at some point. Our, our soul will separate from our bodies and where our soul will stand in judgment uh, before God. And what will Christ say? Uh, Welcome, faithful servant, or depart? I, I never knew you. You can find that in Matthew in the Sermon on the Mount, in Matthew chapter uh, 7. Really, I mean, we, we all deserve uh, death because we all have all sinned willingly. But regardless uh, of all that, we, we have Christ, his blood that was shed for us on the cross for the forgiveness of sins. You know, we, we need to stop complicating our lives because the answer really is very simple. The answer to all of this is to trust and obey the gospel message. And the person who brought all that uh, is Jesus. And we need to believe him with our own, all of our might. You know, it's not easy to take up a cross and, and deny ourselves. It, it's just really not in our nature. We always want to take care of me, myself, and I. But we do truly need to love God with all of our hearts and, and love our neighbor as ourselves. It's not even uh, love our enemies. It's, it's not easy uh, to give others uh, the second uh, cheek after one uh, gets slapped. You know, I have a dear brother in Christ. He said, well, I've only got two cheeks, then what? You know, uh, we just simply need to try to learn how to forgive. It's not easy to put to death the passions of the flesh, and it's not easy uh, to put God first. It's not easy to be humble, to, to be patient with long-suffering and merciful and, and being compassionate to others. It requires great spiritual strength. It's not always easy. But in Christ, we can rejoice and be glad because he can help us with all these things. And see, when we rely on all our earthly possessions and uh, or ourselves, it doesn't work out really well. But we can rejoice if we let Christ uh, lead us to our reward in heaven. When when we do all these things that the 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 New Testament uh, teaches us as as Christians, uh, it does make things a lot easier. I'm not saying life on earth is easy or simple because it's not. It's complicated, and life on earth is hard. But we need to strive for the eternal that we all should be longing for to be 
uh, with Christ for all eternity. Then we will truly have communion with God and God who is the source of all life, the source of joy, the, the source of sanctification, God who is our creator in our salvation. And regardless what difficulties surround us, even if we become like today's poor man, Lazarus, we, we still need to understand the true purpose of life. We need to understand where our true home is, and it's not here on earth. As Christians, as followers of Christ, we're just passing through. We need to be longing uh, to be with God. So, listeners, uh, however sweet our life might be at times, or however bitter, we should always give thanks for what we have, what God has blessed us with, and be thankful for our life and our health uh, and the gift, obviously, of eternal life. That we have uh, a, a membership in the kingdom of God. And that's something that uh, God has provided and is offering to, to everyone who wants to, to accept that invitation. So as you get ready to make New Year's uh, resolutions, uh, and most people make them on January 1, and I think uh, most studies say, well, by January 5th or 6th, uh, people have already given up all that stuff. It's long forgotten. Let's not do that as Christians. Uh, let's keep God in our life in the forefront. And when people see us and hear us talk, do they see uh, a Christian person? Do they see somebody who's compassionate, uh, somebody who's humble, somebody who really cares about others? Again, I want to thank you for listening. And as you get ready to start uh, the new year, I certainly hope and pray that you would uh, consider uh, helping us and supporting us. Uh, we truly always need that help to, to continue uh, putting the podcast out. I hope that you would always be praying for this podcast and the ministry that we hear truly trying very hard to, to honor God in each and every way. Again, I want to thank you for listening, and may God bless you, and may He always have the glory. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. Be sure to hit the like button and follow us on your podcasting app. Please check out our website at biblicalquestion.com. All one word, all lowercase. In addition, we have a prayer request page, a way of contacting us, a statement of faith, and other resources for our listeners. Do you have a Bible question you would like answered on a future podcast or prayer request? We would be honored to hear from you and add your prayer request to our list so others may pray for you. Subscribe to our newsletter and follow us on our social media accounts. Again, that is biblicalquestion.com. Thank you and may He have the glory.